Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Talks with the Gratitude Chick. I am your host, Luanza, aka the Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms at the Gratitude Chick for Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and Gratitude underscore Chick for Twitter. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another thankful Thursday, or I should say the start of a new kind of series, Thankful Thursday. And so the title of this um, episode today is, What is Gratitude? Yes, that is the title. We are going back to basics because um, in all of these episodes that I have I've done on this podcast, you know, even before I changed the name, I did, I talked about gratitude a lot, but I never like kind of, I don't know if I really clearly defined what gratitude is and, or what I believe gratitude to be, because I I don't know if everybody believes, um, the same. And I think that my, uh, definition of gratitude may be a little bit different than what other people think gratitude is. So today's episode is going to be what I believe gratitude to be. And then then I, I'll probably give you guys a little, um, maybe a little, you know, a little gratitude exercise to do for the day. So what is gratitude? For me, gratitude is three things. It is a prayer. It is praise. And it is a feeling state. That is what gratitude is to me. Prayer, because whenever I personally count my blessings or do my gratefuls or, you know, practice whatever other form of gratitude at the beginning or end of the day or throughout the day, I always, you know, attach thank you, thank you, thank you at the end. And at the end, I it's to me, it's... Um, unfulfilled to just leave it thank you thank you thank you so I always attach God to it and I always say thank you thank you thank you Lord or thank you thank you thank you God and it is and it turns it into a prayer to me when you are coming before his presence you know counting your blessings and then at the end telling him thank you that is a prayer um, it is praise because when you're praying, even, you know, um, it's, those of us who are Christians, you know, we've read Psalms many times and Psalms 100 tells us to come before his presence with thanksgiving. So before, you know, when you're praying, you go before God and you are telling him how much you are thankful for. And it is one of the things that... um when you guys get the book, the 21 Days of Gratefulness, of Thankfulness book, um, there's an, one thing in there that's, it's a couple things in there that's new, but one of the things is called the Magnificent Three. And um, I don't want to tell you what it is because you got to get the book. But it is, you know, basically combining prayer and thanks, you know, and being thankful. So to me, excuse me, gratitude is a part of praising. When you come before God, you you must be thankful. 
you have to have a thankful heart. You have to. You cannot come to God and say, gimme, 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 or can I have, can I have, can I have? What about all the things that you already have? When are you grateful for those things? So when you come to God, you know, be thankful for, thank him for the day that you, you know, for waking you up this morning. You know, thank him for keeping you safe throughout the night. You know, with all the crazy stories that we're hearing nowadays about people just, you know, flipping out, you know, driving through traffic, killing people, or, you know, um, the storms that have been going on. Like, it's crazy, these storms going on around this world, you know. So with all the things that's going on in the world today, it would behoove you to come before his presence and say thank you. It would be It would behoove you of that. So that is um, the reason why I say it's praise, it's prayer, and it's a feeling state. And the feeling state is because when you are feeling grateful, when you are counting your blessings and you read those things back to you, the, the best part of writing out your gratefuls and reading it back to you is putting yourself in the memory of what he's done for you. For instance, I'm a person who, when I was 28, like my mother died when I was eight, and my father, I the last time I saw him was at her funeral in 1984. So um, I grew up without mother or father, and I uh, grew up, my grandmother um, raised me along with, you know, one of her daughters and her son, they lived in the house, and um I, what I'll just say is that um, they weren't very nice to me. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. And when I grew up, when, when my grandmother died when I was 28, it was a hard year for me. 28 was a hard year for me because it was 20 years after my mother had died. It was the age, I was the age that my mother was when she died. My mother died when she was 28 and then my grandmother had died. So that year was very, very tough for me because the last person to me on earth to live that loved me was my grandmother and she's gone. So I didn't have a good relationship with my mother's brothers and sisters because they didn't treat me well as a child. So because of that, I didn't have a good relationship with them. And now I'm on this earth with no parents and I'm by myself. Now, I did have a sister who was, who you know, was five years younger than me, but we weren't close. So, we weren't close at that time. So, for me, I was on this earth by myself. And it was just a horrible, you know, it was a horrible mental state to be in. And for that year, I used to, the only thing I used to ask for, for often throughout that year was death. And when I would wake up every morning, I used to be angry that I was alive again. And every night I would just pray for death. And then when I woke up and I was alive, it was just the intense anger of being alive. So one of the things, that, and because I was like this for an entire year, what one of the things that I learned to do when I started you know, researching and reading about gratitude is, when I count my blessings, being grateful for another day of life is always in my blessings. 
it'll never go away. It's always going to be the number one thing that I'm thankful for. So every day I say, I am so happy and grateful for another day of life. It is my joy and my pleasure to live another wonderful day. And why am I saying that? It's because I spent an entire year where it was it was not a joy or a pleasure to wake up. It was a, a, a burden. It was heartache. It was sadness. It was depression to awaken another day. So for me, it is my joy and my pleasure to live another wonderful day. And then I tie it all up with thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, for another day of life. And it is the memory of waking up and being angry at being awakened another day that makes me so grateful for another day of life, you know? Um, Living like that for a year was the most depressing moment in my life. You know, I was prescribed Zoloft. Like, it was just a really horrible time that that one year in my life was really, ugh, it was really horrible. So... And my my and I and if you've listened to me for, before, you know that my entire twenties was the worst decade of my life, and that trumps the fact that my mother died when I was eight. Okay, <laughs> but my twenties was a horrible decade, and it was just simply because I am now I was now getting into to the point where you know I had a miscarriage when I was twenty one, and I was just now getting into the point of my life where I am I'm an adult. And I'm an adult and I was raised out here without parents who loved me. And, you know, a lot of kids are raised with their moms and their dads who love them. And, you know, when you don't know what it feels like to be loved by your parents, um, it kind of puts you in a, in, a, in a crazy state, you know, uh, especially when the only person who really did love you and showed love to you was your grandmother who died. You know, it just put, it put me in a bad state. So, um, saying, you know, putting that as part of my gratefuls and then reading it back to you. And, and listen, when you are writing out your, your blessings, when, when you're counting your blessings and you just write it out, don't just write it out. Read that back to yourself. It is the reading it back to yourself and hearing your own words say that you are so happy and grateful and then say why, and then tie it all up with thank you, thank you, thank you. That right there is powerful. And when you hear yourself say these things, it's just like, wow. It it raises your vibration. And that is where the feeling state comes from because it raises your vibration. It, it, It makes you feel good. It makes you feel happy. It makes you feel joyful. And one of the things that... I've added to this process is walking. Socrates says walking is man's best friend. So walking is something that I I had hated to do because as a child, you know, whatever. But I hated walking, you know, since I was a kid. But walking releases so much good serotonin in your body. So if you walk first and then do your gratefuls, your vibes are going to be so high for the rest of the day. It's insane, like seriously insane. So for me, walking and doing my gratefuls, 
that is the perfect way to start my day. So again, for me, uh, gratitude is a prayer. It is praise and it is a feeling state. That is what gratitude is to me. Now, what I want you guys to do is determine what gratitude is to you. It doesn't have to be the same thing for you as it is for me. But I think that you need to to figure out what gratitude is for you. Because if you are a person that believes that you express gratitude by saying thank you when someone hands you something, that's not gratitude. Yes, you're saying thank you, but a lot of times it's kind of a perfunctory gesture or perfunctory thing to say because you were taught that as a child. It is automatic. As soon as someone hands you something, thank you. When some, you know, the server brings you something, thank you. Like, this is, that's all it is. It's kind of like throwaway words. You have to redefine what thank you means to you. And that is the reason why I wrote that book for the, for kids. Because we are, we teach kids to say thank you when people hand them things and things like that. But my gratitude book for kids is called My Little Thankful Heart. What does thank you really mean? And in the book, it just gives you a little story of a little girl and what thank you means to her. And then it gives, you know, at the end, you know, a couple things to do with your children for them to add gratitude to their lives. It is one of the reasons why I wrote the book, because I believe that gratitude is kind of the catalyst to change and to everything that you want in life, you know? And I think if you teach kids young, before they're seven, how to express gratitude every day of their lives, they will be better for it as children, as teenagers, and as adults. It is more than just telling someone thank you when they hand you something or open the door for you or or buy you something. It's way more than that. It is a great start to teach your child thank you yes but it is also a way for instance here here's one of the things that's in the book the gratitude jar um the gratitude jar alone is a powerful tool to teach kids it is something that you can do for them weekly monthly or yearly yearly i think is perfect i i I don't know it really just depends on your child um and their attention span. But if you are a person who wants to teach them gratitude all year long, do the yearly gratitude project. Oh, excuse me, the yearly gratitude jar. Because what it does for them is helps them to go through their week and think of the best things of their week and then sit down and write it out. And if they are not at an age where they can write themselves, you have them go through, you know, their week tell you what the best thing about their week was and you write it out in their words for them and put it in the gratitude jar and then you guys pick a day a month or a day in the year which I think um two two days that are the perfect time to read um the gratitude the things that you put in the gratitude jar are Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve um personally I read mine on New Year's Eve because I don't I don't go out on New Year's Eve, so <laughs> I do um kind of have my own little thing that I do. And um one of those is reading, you know, what I put in my gratitude box or gratitude jar. Actually I have a gratitude box, but um 
you know, whatever I put in there is what it is that, you know, what I read on New Year's Eve. And I literally just sit back and remember. And it's and it's so good because it puts you in a place where you open the things and then as you read it, you remember. And you're like, oh, yes, I remember when this happened. And then you're immediately grateful for it, for everything that you read. And it could be 10, 20, 30 things in there or more. And as you read, your, your vibes are are so high just like super high because now you're in a place where you're remembering all of these good things that God has done for you and once you're done with that you can go on and you know just write out everything that you're grateful for write a gratitude letter you know whatever it is that you want to do after that to follow up with the gratitude jar um so I personally 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 believe that it is something that you can do personally just for you yourself or that you can do for you know you know your kids or your entire family because it is it is a great tool and I think it is something that you guys should put in your arsenal every single year of your life and that is in the book my little thankful heart um so one of the things that I wanted to read you guys today is from the book. What is this book? The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. It is it is called The Thank You Technique. And this is something that um it uh, this book was written about 50 or 60 years ago. So this is something that you could tailor to yourself, but it's really about a person who is down on their luck, wanting and needing more money. So this is something that I thought that um, you guys could do today. It doesn't have to be about money. It could be about health. This is something that I'm going to do for my health. So hello. Okay, so it's called the thank you technique. In the Bible, Paul recommends that we make known our requests with praise and thanksgiving. Some extraordinary results follow this simple method of prayer. The thankful heart is always close to the creative forces of the universe, causing countless blessings to flow toward it by the law of reciprocal relationship based on a cosmic law of action and reaction. For instance, a a father promises his son a car for graduation. The boy has not yet received the car, but he is very thankful and happy and is as joyous as though he had actually received the car. He is living and thinking in the feeling of the wish fulfilled. So you see how that works? He knows his father will fulfill his promise and he is full of gratitude and joy, even though he has not yet received the car, objectively speaking. He has, however, received it with joy and thankfulness in his mind. I shall illustrate how Mr. Broke, hear that name? Applied this technique with excellent results. He said, bills are piling up. I am out of work. I have three children and no money. What shall I do? Regularly, every night and morning for a period of about three weeks, he repeated the words, thank you, Father, for my wealth in a relaxed, peaceful manner until the feeling or mood of thankfulness dominated his mind. He imagined he was addressing the infinite power and intelligence within him, knowing, of course, that he could not see the creative intelligence or infinite mind. He was seeing with the inner eye of spiritual 
perception, realizing that his thought image of wealth was the first cause relative to the money position and food he needed. His thought feeling was the substance of wealth untrampled by antecedent conditions of any kind. By repeating, thank you, Father, over and over again, his mind and heart were lifted up to the point of acceptance. And when fear, thoughts of lack, poverty, and distress came into his mind, he would say, thank you, Father, as often as necessary. He knew that as he kept up the thankful attitude, he would recondition his mind to the idea of wealth, which is what happened. The sequel to his prayer is very interesting. After praying in the above-mentioned manner, he met a former employer of his on the street whom he had not seen for 20 years. The man offered him a very lucrative position and advanced him $500 on a temporary loan. Today, Mr. Broke is vice president of the company for which he works. His recent remark to me was, I shall never forget the words and wonders of thank you, Father. It has worked well for me. So the reason why I wanted to read that to you guys is because I wanted you guys to see that gratitude is indeed a prayer. And all he said was, thank you, Father, for my wealth. That's all he said. And by repeating it over and over again, it became what? His affirming statement. And he was building the assumption in the beginning that God had blessed him with great wealth and he was thankful for it. That was his assumption. And so because that was his assumption, his prayer was, in gratitude, thank you, Father, for my wealth. And so his assumption became his belief because the more he affirmed it, the more he persisted in that assumption, the more he believed, and the more he believed, it became his reality. So this is what I want you guys to do for this week. Take time in the beginning of your day and the end of your day and say, thank you, Father, for whatever it is that you want. If you are a person who is looking for a raise on your job or just wanting more money, don't say, I want a raise or thank you, Father, for my raise. That's limiting your belief. Thank you, Father, for my wealth. If you are a person who's looking for more money, thank you for my wealth. Don't limit your belief because if you're just asking for a raise and you're only believing for that couple dollar raise, that's all you're going to get. Instead, thank God for his wealth. Build the assumption and say it until it becomes your belief because once you believe it, that is when it will materialize. Right now, we're building the assumption and the assumption is wealth. So thank you, Father, for my wealth. That is what you say over and over again, morning and night. Thank you, Father, for my wealth. And if you are a person who is looking for great health, thank you, Father, for my great health. That is what I'll be saying, okay? If you are a person who is looking for your spouse, thank you, Father, for, you know, whatever adjective you want to put in front of your spouse. Thank you, Father, for my awesome husband. I don't know. I'm not looking for a husband right now. I will be saying this when I get ready, but I'm not ready right now. But when you're ready to, you know, look for your spouse or whatever, think that. If you're if you're a person that's looking for something material, like um you want to buy a new car, again, 
Don't say thank you for my car. Thank you for my wealth. You want the money to buy the car. You don't want to just ask for the car. Because the car can come with, you know, a car note. But by saying thank you for my wealth, you can get the wealth that pays the car off. So don't say this for material things. If it's material things you want, go back to thank you, Father, for my wealth. Okay? Um, And again, you can use this for anything that you want. But this is what I want you guys to do. You know, set a timer on your phone. If you are a person that has to be at work at 7 and you typically wake up at 5.30 to get there at 7, wake up at 5.15, you know? And set your timer, set your alarm for five minutes and just sit there, do some deep breathing, and then just go into it. Thank you, Father, for my wealth. And make sure that you feel the gratitude in that statement. Don't just say it over and over and over and over and over and there's no feeling to it. Because we we manifest through our words, our belief, and our feelings. Right? Our thoughts, belief, and our feelings. So you want to be able to feel that gratitude. So make sure that you are in a feeling state when you're saying this. And 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 not just in a feeling state, make sure you're in the state of whatever it is that you want already exists. So if if I am a person for me, I am looking for great health. So I am going to say, thank you, Father, for my great health from the place of having great health. You see what I mean? So I am coming, I am going to be thinking in my mind that I am this person who is just 100% healthy. I am loved. I am happy. I am joyful. My, my insides are healthy. I am, you know, I am fit. That is the place that I'm going to be saying That is the place that I am thinking of when I say, thank you, Father, for my great health. I am thinking from that place, from the wish fulfilled, instead of where I currently am. Because the wish fulfilled is what I want. So I have to think from that place. And if you think from the place where what you want already exists, then that is where the feelings will come from. Because you are here and I am thankful you know, I am when I when I say to the Lord, thank you for another day of life. I am excited because I'm here in that new day. So I am grateful. You know, when I get up and I and I wake up and and I am in the house that I love so much. I am thankful when I say thank you for my home that provides me with a roof over my head and shelter from the storm. When I say these things, it is because I'm living it right now. And it provides a great feeling to know that I am being grateful for the very thing that I have right here in my life today. So you need to go into the place where whatever it is that you want, it exists. And that is the place where you do this from. So for me, it is going to be great health. And I have to put that picture in my mind and then say, thank you, Lord, for my great health. And that's how you do that. Live from that. 
Think from that place. Live from that place. Speak from that place. This is your gratitude activity for today and throughout the week, you know? And remember, in the book, he said the guy did it for three weeks. So do it for three weeks. Time's going to pass anyway, so why not do it? That's all I got to say about that. I'll be doing it, so (laughs) I may even do mine for the entire September. You never know. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in today for this thankful Thursday. Don't forget to tune in on Sunday for a new episode of the the weekly affirmation challenge. Um, I know that we stopped, you know, for the summer. But we're picking right back up and we're going to keep on going through the rest of the year and probably into next year because it's 52 weeks and we stopped for an entire summer. So we have that time to make up. So don't forget to tune in every Sunday to get your new affirmation of the week. Thank you guys so much, so much, so much for tuning in today. Don't forget to add gratitude as a daily practice in your life. I promise you your life will change once you add the daily practice of gratitude. You guys have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talks with the Gratitude Chick. I am your host, Luanza, a.k.a. the Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to subscribe and give my podcast five stars. If you have not already, join my Facebook group, Babes Who Manifest. Thank you.